Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey guys, welcome to Arrow on Target. We are sitting here uh, about to talk about the latest episode, The League of Assassins. Yeah. Assassins. There was lots of assassins in this episode. Lots of assassination yep. type I, things. I, I was live tweeting. Uh, we were actually live tweeting back and forth a little bit there. Yeah, a little there was bit. a little bit of banter. So, yes. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at JohnWright777. And ChrisWright250. And you can find the podcast at StayOnTargetPodcast.com. All right, so let's dive right in, Chris. Yeah. Uh, as far as this episode goes, it was uh, it was a little bit slower of a pace than than we've were we've become accustomed to this season. So. Yeah, a little a, a little slower, um, but it was not in a bad way. No, no, not in a bad way. I feel like to me, I felt like that we were. Uh, we were pacing ourselves, and it was just—it had these nice emotional moments between a lot of the characters. Yeah, in that, it. That, that's what this this was. You know, like, yeah. it wasn't really about the League of Shadows. That's correct. It was more about the relationship of Sarah between Sarah and um, a lot of people about Oliver and, and Detective yeah. Lance as well. Yeah, you Detective know. Lance is the main one. Right. Um, I mean, it was uh, you mentioned kind of the redemption between uh, between Oliver and uh, and her last last week on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this week it was uh, it was that moment between her and Detective Lance yeah. where you know it, it meant so much to him. You know, and in right. fact, uh, he said later on to Laurel that hey, it does get better. Right. Um, you know, and and she she obviously asked him, you know, how do you know? And he's like, no, I can't tell you, but it, it does. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. I'm tired of Laurel having her little pity party. Yeah, you're tired. You're tired of her. Her having her like she's having major issues right her now. Her and uh, and Oliver's mom, Moira. Which, which she's she's over it now by the end of the episode. Well, we think so anyway. Yeah. At least we've laid. At least they've laid down the law at the end of the episode there. Right. Um. So so okay. Let's so let's talk about more more a little bit here. Okay. So she's like, facing the death penalty, and then this episode they they threw in this thing of like, well, here's a deal on the table. You get life in prison with right. a chance of parole. Right. Um. And and uh, her lawyer's like, that's a terrible deal yeah i don't see how that's a terrible deal to be honest with you like she did collude with someone who killed a lot of people yeah but if like if they're saying you know like if she did it under duress then she's not liable that's true and so all and all you have to do is is you know like are you is is this do you find this person guilty beyond a reasonable doubt and if there's people on the jury that they can convince then then she won't have to serve life in prison or death penalty yeah like death penalty is a lot harder to get a conviction on you know, like than um, so if they do go for the death penalty, there's a probably a higher likelihood that she'd be let off than you know. Like, That's probably true. Yeah. Then, then like otherwise hey, she's reserving herself to five years or whatever. Yeah. Otherwise she's know. reserving herself to life in prison. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and so like she's offered that deal, and then we resolve that by the end of the episode. She's keeping secrets, and I like that Oliver knows that she's keeping secrets. Right. Um, yeah. Well, the thing that was, was nice. We're sitting there being like, man, she's keeping secrets, but like. Yeah, well, obviously Oliver knows she's right. doing secrets, and uh, he addresses it. Right, and Thea's kind of fed up with her, and you know, and, and that sort of thing. It was uh, one of the things you, you literally said. Uh, I'm sick of uh, sick of Moira's pity party. Yeah, and then uh, and then <laughs> Thea goes, "I can't take this," and walks off. <laughs> yeah, and, and that I was, was like, "Neither can you, neither can Chris." So, <laughs> that was yeah. that was my emotional response. At this, the same thing, same way that Thea responded, and it was a legitimate emotional response. <laughs> you know. Uh, all right, so that kind of wraps her. But but as far as like Laurel goes, um, yeah. 
that that character like I don't know it's like she's in this weird limbo right now for me because like I liked the fact like I said last week I liked the idea of uh, of her being more complex mm-hmm. but like now we're just getting to the point where it's getting ridiculous everybody knows what's going on you know and everybody yeah. has at least seen her you know uh, abuse either you know some some form of like drug or like just be like depressed about something you know everybody has yeah so. I mean the, the complexity that we were talking about is just seeing a different side of her you know right. rather than just this hopeful um always kind of like you know I'm gonna think of the best in right the system uh, right you know like she's kind of just depressed and about life and right while that's that's okay to go down for a while just on a TV show like this, as a character, she's just bumming me out, man. Right. Uh, she was also assigned as the second chair for Moira's trial. Uh, which is odd. Which like, is, how, how did that happen? Well, like, like come okay. on. Here's the thing to me. is I feel like that, that they needed some way to tie her into that whole mess and, yeah. and to get her in there. And so that's why she is. I agree so. with that. But, like, it didn't feel very natural. It was very forced. It was kind of, like, shoehorned in, I feel like. kind of. Yeah. It felt like, felt like that. Like, right off the bat during the episode, it's like, oh, and by the way, you know. Well, yeah. So. And then, like, and then. Yeah, I just I don't like that at all. Yeah, I, I you know it's kind of one of those things. It's it's it, it's in there. Well, they so. insert like they insert that her her saying that conversation with uh, with Oliver like we can't see each other now because I'm prosecuting your mom. And then like later on in the episode, she puts the moves on him. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what did you think about that? <laughs> it's like it's like obviously she has uh, she still has feelings for Oliver. You know, because yeah. she's like she's moving up on you know she's, she's but she's. She's always been like that. Yeah. She's always had feelings for Oliver, and probably always will. You know, and and that was kind of one of my one of my quotes of the of the of the show was was whenever she says that you know how many other people are going to run away from me. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of one of those things. She compares it to everybody in her life, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But then on the other hand, it's like ah. Get over it. Come on. You're yeah. such a, you know, you're such a cool character. Um, all right. So moving on to uh, her sister, uh, Laurel. Uh, no, not Laurel. Her sister, uh, Sarah, will uh, basically, she's the main character in this episode. Like yeah. she, she, we deal with her on the island, which like to me, I didn't necessarily need to know all of the details about how she escaped the boat. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, I kind of just assumed all of that stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, basically... We, we deal with her on this boat on the Amazo, mm-hmm. uh, but we still don't know how, how she gets to the point of uh, torturing Oliver. So Yeah, like, I don't know what's going on there. Like, okay, yeah. so, so let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Let's talk about um, Professor Ivo. Okay. And so, like, he's, in the comics, looks for a, um, a, a age, or what is it? So he can live forever. Whatever oh, you want to call it, uh, some kind of serum, right? Like youth serum or something like that. The, uh, the fountain of fountain youth. Of youth. Uh, he also creates is a bunch the, of robots, right? He creates the you know the Amazo, uh, which is actually you know Doctor Ivo's android or whatever is another one that, that he kind of has has done in the in the TV series as well. Right. Um, and these are all like really powerful things that end up like you know, beating the heck out of, uh, of superheroes all right. over the place yeah. too. So, um, he's kind of a threat to be honest with you. And, uh, we'll see how that kind of plays in because the, the ship he's on is called the Amazo. Right. So, which is kind of a cheesy name for a ship. <laughs> and it's also kind of a cheesy name for anything yes. to be honest with you. But, right. uh, so I'm glad that they, they ascribed that to a ship as opposed to like, and this is my friend Amazo. You right. Know, that sort of thing. Well, so. he, um, he's obviously experimenting on those prisoners. Yeah. And it feels like this is just like a pirate boat, you know, like these feel like Somali pirates or something yep, like that. That's probably, you know? like, it's probably close to the truth, man. But it's, it's some kind of ship, you know, they're going around and they have prisoners and he's experimenting on them. I don't know what the, he's doing in, yeah. in wherever he's at. Well, he was looking, you know, and, and they were interrogating Oliver about like those, uh, those bones. You yeah. Know, he's the, looking for the bones, bones. So, well, okay. So this, okay. So this all fits in with what we were talking about last week yeah. with 
the fountain of youth possibly being on the island. Like and he's uh, looking for it. Like the uh, the uh, whatever. Na- uh, Lazarus Pit. Yeah, the Lazarus Pit. Yeah, that. Uh, see, my thing is like that's going to be somewhere near uh, Raul Ghul, um, and because Raul Ghul is he's immortal, and so he, you know, he, Maybe, he gets like, in the pit. So, I, 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 don't I don't know why. Like they would reference that. They would like there would be these references. All, and and he's floating around up by, by this island. He's looking for something, obviously. Well, we're obviously leaving the island now, though. Like, cause, uh, cause Oliver says, "Hey, I wasn't on the island the the whole time." You know, tells Dig this. Right. Well, at that point, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, I don't know if he's leaving the island. I feel like we're on the boat. We're going somewhere. Well, that, uh, maybe. Like, I think leaving the island could mean he's not on the island. He's gotcha. On the boat. He was on the boat. Yeah. Floating. You know. I think a, he's a thousand I, I think yards out. At that out. point, he's about to tell Dig. You know the story, like the story that we're about to see, probably in flashbacks, right on with him and uh, Sarah. Right on. Okay, so uh, so as far as that goes, what do you think that's about? I mean, I feel like we're going to be going to to Nandabar Pet sometime. We could. I don't think Oliver's going there. You don't Although, think so? Well, he he seemed to be kind of naive about the League of Assassins. That's probably true. I and, mean, yeah, you might be right. He's probably not going there. Um, but yeah, the League of Assassins is going to, you know, I feel like that's going to be, uh, Oliver probably has nothing to do with the League of Assassins from here on out. That's yeah. going to be a, a I think we'll see sure Sarah there thing. eventually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and we're definitely going to have to deal with this whole uh, Raul Ghoul thing, um, you know. Which, okay, this is something interesting, you know, like instead of now in this episode, the assassin that came after Sarah and Oliver yep. mentioned that Ra's... Child. Child is not going to be happy, which means Talia. Which, which means, means she's in charge. Right. Well, she's always kind of been in charge of the League of Assassins, and he's kind of been just this immortal, you know, kind of dude. Yeah. Um, who's above her, but he rarely steps in, that sort of thing. Yeah. So uh, so we'll see if Talia shows up. That'd be interesting. Um, which, right. Which well, that's... She ties even closer into the Batman universe. And so right. we're, like, we're working towards all of these DC characters, and it feels like we're, like, very much going into kind of the Batman and, you know, that the Arrow and Batman have always kind of had this shape. Shared, uh, villain villain lore cool. and universe, yeah. Um, and I feel like we're just diving into that a lot uh, this season. And well, I love it. What this does is it sets us up for dealing with Talia in in Arrow and Ra in whatever Batman movie like comes Batman? out. Yeah. Wow. I mean that would that would make sense. It would it would for sure make sense uh, to have like kind of a lower level uh, person of, of Ra, so that way you can save you know kind of Ra for this uh, amazing actor that sort of thing, a high budget actor, right? Um, Which you know like. Uh, I think I think on the movie side, Warner likes or whoever's in charge. You know, they they like Ra as a um, catalyst as, for as like Batman a vi- villain. I mean, he kind of you know it's interesting because he kind of uh, he plays that that role a lot in the films. Um, so I mean, that's I love love the Nolan Nolan take on it and everything. Um, yeah, you know, so. We'll see if that comes into play into the next iteration of Batman, and if that's maybe shared with this one. So. Yeah, I mean, the other cool thing, you know, like. I hope that they don't kill off Doctor Ivo real fast here, like this season or something like that. You know, like he, he might be around for the long seems, haul, or one of his creations might be around for the long that's haul. That's true. Because I mean, to be honest with you, he hasn't always been the villain. He's more so been the guy who creates the villain. Well, what would be cool is if this sets him up to maybe be, I don't know, bring in like into the movie universe because as a villain, you know, with what he did in the comics, it feels like. 
he could be a bigger villain That's than true. just somebody that Oliver takes on. That's true. And uh, and he might be because, I mean, we just don't know anything about him right now at right, this moment. Like right. you said, he's experimenting on people. Maybe this is the, like you mentioned last week, maybe this is a uh, a, a building towards powers type situation where this is going to how, yeah, how yeah. we introduce powers. Um, so you think his experience maybe caused people to gain powers? I think that maybe what he's actually looking for is is to you know I mean we're obviously uh, you know with with what's his name on the uh, in the city uh, blood. Yeah. Uh, oh, Sebastian. He, yeah. Blood. I mean, he's he's working towards trying to get people. You know, it seemed like like Titan or like something yeah, to get but, people super strong. What was, what was, and then and then this guy seems to be doing a similar thing where he's trying to save the world. And I imagine he's trying to. In my mind, I feel like I, I theorize that he's okay. trying to make the human race stronger. All right, hang on. Check this out. What if? <laughs> what if theory? Yeah. What if Doctor Ivo um, is is working on a a formula that. Sebastian Blood in the future now has his hands on. Ooh, that'd be interesting. That'd be and interesting. It's not Bane's um, for serum is what we thought it was. Right. Maybe it's something from Professor Ivo. I mean, that may make sense. I mean, especially if they take out if if Professor Ivo doesn't make it off this boat or off the island, um, then someone's going to have to take you know take over his work that sort right. of thing. So that would be potentially why we're seeing both of these characters at the same time. I feel in like the show. He, he will get off the island or they'll get away just because otherwise, how would Sarah end up you know hooking up with the League of Shadows and right. all that stuff? Right. Like. So you think we're going to some other seaport somewhere? Uh, to I think he is eventually. I, I okay. think that's. I think that's how she gets. Gotcha. Away from the gotcha. Island. Gotcha. We'll Oliver for some reason ends up staying there. Okay. I mean, you know, and uh, as far as that goes, like it seems like it now Oliver can come and go as he pleases, and so like I wonder just how much freedom and how much he was actually like trapped on this island uh back I don't in think the day he can come and go as he pleases like he's just saying like no, he's no, captive on this boat now. like well yeah but this season i'm saying like the first episode of this season they oh, go right. to the island and find him you know yeah, which was so like, weird it was know? weird and so like I'm, I'm trying to like put that into the puzzle piece here where i feel like he could probably come and go as he pleases from the island uh especially if he can now he probably could then too but we just didn't you know, no. we just didn't know until now. So yeah, maybe that's possible. Um, okay, so let's just kind of touch on uh, a couple of the other characters, uh, Felicity and Dig. Mm-hmm. They didn't really play a huge role. I wish we would see more of Dig, man. I think we will next week. In the preview, it seemed like we were going to see a little bit more. Yeah, of him we, next we week. definitely will. Um, but his character is so cool, and uh, and I, I wanted to see him suit up. Like whenever he's like, he cocks his gun, and he's like, "All right, I'm going with you." I was like, "Yes, let's suit up, Dig. Let's see this. You know, hood up or whatever, <laughs> hood up, and, yes, uh, <laughs> and ride. You know." But uh, I don't even. No, it's like he he didn't even go anywhere. So I, I really hope that in the, in the not just next episode, but in the future, we see more of of him being involved in the action. Right. Because um, right too. now, I feel like he's he's kind of uh well he's playing kind of, the priest role for Oliver right now. Where, well, he's kind of playing the same role that um like Alfred would play. That's true in Batman. And so, like, he comes and he he gives him advice whenever he's at the cave, right? You know, the lair or whatever and he calls it. Listens to him. Listens to him, and you know, like, helps drinks him. vodka with him. Yeah, drinks vodka with him. <laughs> so, like, you know, I feel like he's just kind of in that advisory that role. Role that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, the only other thing that I wanted to really touch on uh, this week was was just the the action of the show. Yeah. Um, I felt like the first few action sequences were. Like they started off really cool, yeah. But it's like I feel like like we've seen better from the show. Yeah, they kind of devolved. Like the the choreography wasn't exactly there. Yeah, you know, and I feel like the cinematography off. wasn't quite as uh, is intense. Right. Um, it seemed like there were more like steady wide shots, right? As opposed to like these close quarters, like impact driven battle. Yeah, it didn't it didn't feel as as 
um, frenetic as it should. Right. Um, which is which is interesting because two episodes ago we had some of the best action we've seen on the show. Right. And I'm you know it's just kind of one of those things that that I was hoping for a little bit more. It started off really awesome with the uh, with the assassin jumping through the window. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, then Oliver returning the favor in the clock tower yeah. later. Um, that was a nice little little uh, slip there. And then uh, then the other scene that I loved the scene that was probably my favorite in the episode mm-hmm. um, was the scene. Whenever they go see the assassin, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's walking around talking to Oliver in this big warehouse or whatever, mm-hmm. that scene was like incredibly intense, mm-hmm. and it was incredibly well written. Uh, the dialogue and the delivery was just beautiful. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I, that was probably my favorite. So, where do you think that that um, the canary has gone? Where do you think? Ah, man, I feel like she's probably either on the run or she's going to deal with this uh, League of Assassins situation. I don't know if she's on the like. I don't know if she's. On, like, I don't think she'll go very far from her from her family. Right on. That's I, you know. I'm I, I'm I'm inclined to say the same thing because if what if the League of Assassins goes after her family again? How's she going to stop them right. unless she's nearby? Right. Um. You know. I don't know. I don't know what she's really going to be doing. Right. I mean, we we she's obviously probably going to be in the flashbacks next episode. Right. Um. And how that will tie in, you know, like I don't think that this character is going anywhere, right? I don't think she's going to be gone for you know, f- you know, five episodes or right. something like that. You know, I think she'll probably be back in a couple weeks, right? Um, if not next week, I don't know. Like maybe she'll play a part. Maybe she'll still be around Starland City, just beating up people in the hood. You know, it you know? seemed like though next next episode is going to be more like not in Starling City even. Yeah. Uh, it seems uh, like we're going to travel. Yeah. It seemed like it did seem like we were going to travel, yeah, which is interesting. And, uh, yeah. Which is, which is an interesting thing that we haven't seen on the show before is something outside of Starling City or the Island. Yeah. Um, so we're going to venture out into the, uh, to the arrow universe or potentially the DC universe, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and see what, what's out there. So do you think, um, are you, do you like where the Canaries character is right now? Yes. I do. I feel like she's uh, she's developing really nicely. I, you know, as far as these emotional things, too, there's this big mystery around her. The, you know, the first and second times that we saw her, and I loved that mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the direction that we've taken her in and the direction she's going is there's still this element of like, man, she could you know, like anything could happen with her. Yeah. Um, where she's she's not fully uh, expendable. Yeah. But she's not fully you know in the role like in the club yet yeah um where she's not like this regular uh, it'd be awesome like if she was a regular and would team up with with oliver and kind of help him out yeah um i really liked the 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 just kind of vibe of truthfulness in this episode you know she uh, she revealed herself to her father um moira is you know being a little more open and saying i don't care if these things come out right and um, Oliver with Dig at the end yep. was just saying, "Here, I'm tired of hiding all this stuff." Yeah, and I love that. Like, yeah. you know, something that I enjoy are mysteries within shows, but I also like them whenever they pay off and they actually reveal some things to you. That makes sense, you know. And it didn't, doesn't feel cheap whenever the characters are like just coming to this realization. Man, like this is just heavy, heavy stuff to carry around, and I'm yeah. not going to. You know, and that's that's an interesting theme that I, that we played on and that I hadn't thought about until you just said it. Uh, because we have Laurel, who's not being truthful with anyone, yeah. and her life is descending into you yeah, know, she's the opposite. Yeah, it's, the, it's it's this terrible. You know, it's it's the uh, yeah, the opposite of exactly what everybody else is doing. Um, something that I loved the interplay between uh, Felicity and the Canary uh, or Sarah. I, I liked that interplay because it came across as like uh, almost, genuine, yeah, genuine and sisterly almost to yeah. a certain extent. Yeah, they, I mean, they definitely connected, which was cool. Right. Right, uh, which which you know, I I feel like that's an interesting thing that the show always plays on is the different elements of the characters. So. Yeah. All right. So uh, as far as what do you expect next week? 
The next week just looks all about Dig, <laughs> which is pretty cool. And I think we'll see a lot of action I involving like both both uh, Oliver and Dig, which you is know, cool. So are we, are we hooding up and going over there? Or it are we going like to be like, you know... Oliver may be hooding up, yeah. but I don't know that Dig will hood up. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I feel like we, we're going to see a little bit more of that. And that's what I really wanted. I feel like uh, Diggle is... is do for a little bit of a, a little bit more of a role. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, we'll see how it goes next week, you know, and what we end up with, but yeah. um, I hope it's not just like, Hey, Diggle goes and gets in trouble and then Oliver has to come save him. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's going to be. <laughs> I think we're going to be playing a little bit more into uh, Diggle's backstory with the, uh, with, with his brother and things like that yeah. as well. I, fe- I feel like we're going to be playing a little bit more on those, uh, those cues. Maybe it's more about uh, his special forces past. Maybe we'll learn a little bit more about that. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, nice. all right. So to finish up, got some quotes for us here. Uh, we've got, uh, a canary who said pain and I, and I came to a little understanding a while back. Uh, and then as far as our Laurel, uh, goes, she says, what's so wrong with me that everybody leaves. Mm. And, uh, and then we have, uh, so this is where you wanted your father to die. And that's the scary, you know, League of Assassins. <laughs> this is where you wanted like, your father to yeah. die. So this is where you wanted him to die. And it's like, whoa, this guy's intense, man. Uh, and then my favorite just one. just very self-confident. Oh, yeah, dude. He was just like all over it. He thought he had that in the bag. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and then uh, as far as the, uh, the League of Assassins uh, goes, it was, uh, so, so what's the League of Assassins? And please don't say it's a league filled with assassins. Yes. That was fun I mean, Felicity. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a classic Felicity line. Yeah, that's a great line. Uh, they do a really good job of writing her consistently, <laughs> um, and it's it's very witty. Yeah, it's very witty, and then, like, she comes, you know, she has those has those moments where she talks too much and that sort of thing. Yeah, and she, it's like, like, she says things that, like, she almost breaks the fourth wall sometimes. That's like, true. You know, she's definitely speaking, like, what a, um, I don't know, a cynic, would say like right. in that situation, and there's just just accidentally just a, a cynical lot of times audience too. member. That's what they would say is what right. comes out of her mouth. Right, and the that, two I, little muppets that are like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Felicity. That's Felicity. That's yes. her character. That's but her she's character. both muppets. Right, so, she's both at the same time. That makes sense. She she does talk a lot. So. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all we have for this episode. Make sure you check us out online at uh, stayontargetpodcast.com, and we'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Target.